To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. National Basketball has come out now and say, look, hey, uh, that tax plan, it's history. It's, it's toast. That's what I reckon it should do. Because as we all knew it would, and as National should have known, maybe it did know, but certainly as it should have known, the good old New Zealand first handbrake is proving to be the fly in the ointment in the coalition talks. And it appears National's Mickey Mouse idea to fund tax cuts or partially fund tax cuts by letting foreign buyers back into the housing market and charging them a 15% tax for the privilege of buying a place worth more than two billion bucks, or <laughs> two million bucks, uh, turns out that's proving to be a big stumbling block, which of course it was going to be all along. Not that the incoming Prime Minister is saying that, is he? Mr Mergers and Acquisitions is pressing on, telling us it's all going splendidly well, strong, stable government, blah, blah, blah. But maybe, maybe for the first time ever, I'm actually thankful for the New Zealand first handbrake. Because I always thought that the foreign buyers idea was nut bar. I thought it was nut bar, not because I'm necessarily opposed to foreign buyers, that's not where I'm coming at it from. But I thought it was nut bar because National is dreaming, thinking it could get that much revenue from foreigners buying expensive houses here. How much revenue? Well, National said, didn't it? We can raise $740 million a year taxing the foreign buyers, which pretty much every economist and expert right from the start questioned, which is a polite way of putting it. They generally thought National was in la-la land, and so did I. But, oh, no. For the election, we had the party's finance spokesperson saying, I will stand down if these tax cuts aren't delivered. Not that bluster is unusual to National or any other political party, especially at election time, but, you know, rock solid, rock solid. That was a line the National Party leader used every time he was questioned about the numbers behind the tax plan. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but Christopher Luxon is still saying this week that the promised tax cuts will be delivered. But have you noticed that he's now started saying that the way they're paid for may change? as a result of the coalition negotiations with ACT and New Zealand First. And let's not leave ACT out of this either. It's not just the New Zealand First handbrake. Uh, David Seymour has been very sceptical of the tax plan too. Remember this, about three weeks before the election, he looked at the government's books, which had been opened for the, all the world to see in the pre-election fiscal update, or the prefu as it's known. And uh, David Seymour and ACT looked at those numbers and said, hold on a minute. It had been keen for us to pay less tax as well. That's where... Act had been coming from, but after seeing the state of the finances, it decided that now was not the time for significant tax cuts. That's exactly what Act said. It's a quote. Now was not the time for significant tax cuts. And I agreed 100% when David Seymour said it then, and I agree 100% now. So National, tell you what, has got an uphill battle on its hands. In fact, I think it's a battle that if it hasn't lost it already, it will have lost it by the time the signatures go on the coalition deal. Because without the money from the foreign buyer's tax, They'll need to find $740 million from somewhere else. Per year, by the way. Not just $740 million once, but per year. And you might have heard tax expert Jeff Nightingale talking to Mike this morning, who asked him, Mike asked him, if the money can't come from the foreign house buyers, where is it going to come from? 
Well, here's a little bit of what he said about that. You've only got um, uh, three choices. One is extra taxes, which looks like being ruled out. Second is um, reduce expenditure even more. Or third is borrow. It's really that simple. And we're in no position to borrow, are we? We've got room to borrow, whether that's a prudent thing to do. And I think, you know, national campaigns pretty hard on, on um, prudent fiscal management and getting that debt under control. So I think where this leads you, if the foreign buyer taxes revenue is not available, is to further pressure on reducing expenditure. Now, Infometrics Principal Economist Brad Olsen, he's saying the same sort of thing today. He says National's between a rock and a hard place with very little wriggle room. He reckons Luxon's going to want to stay full steam ahead because, you know, tax was the was the big ticket item during National's election campaign. So he's saying that without the money from the foreign buyers, the tax changes could be phased in. That might save Nicola Willis. Or, as Jeff Nightingale said to Mike this morning, they could do it by making even deeper cuts in the public sector. Well, that would not happen overnight. And that would require cuts to a lot more than the backroom functions that National seems to have its sights on. So think twice before you get too excited about that idea, right? But, you know, the whole thing, the whole thing has been smoke and mirrors from the start. Remember all the fuss about how many people would actually get the full saving National had been banging on about? It turned out not long before the election to be about 20,000 households that would get the full whack. Everybody else, a few crumbs. And now it seems the chickens are coming home to roost for National in the coalition negotiating room. And that is why... I think it should just come clean and say, sorry, folks, sorry, can't do it. It's in line to be in government now. What's it got to lose? Nothing. And I tell you what, people's memories are very short. So anyone disappointed by that would get over it pretty quickly. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.